Welcome back to Pilot Fighters, the show where we take a second look at TV shows. First episodes, the first episodes of a TV show. Guess what? We're taking a second look. We fight about them and their pilots. Do people yeah, understand the joke of the show title? It's a pun. I think so, right? Like the, it's so. the opposite of fighter pilots. Yeah, like that's the whole watch. thing. We have the Top Gun logo. Come on, throw us a bone oh, wait. here. No, maybe I don't get it. Wait, what is it? <laughs> Introduce me. And yourself. You are a friend of mine and also temporarily uh, a host of this show, oh a podcast where we will take a second look at TV shows first episodes. What a fun uh, vibe I'm in. This is Rockland. Magic. Johnson. <laughs> Picard. Hey, man. I got and great, me, great, I, great news. Did I introduce you me? Didn't. You're Ian Fisher, of course. The Fishman, Kingfisher, Blazer. Ian J. Fisher on all social medias for all you uh, huge fans of the video version of the pod. Which is most of our fans. Which is, yeah. By sadly, like a substantial is. margin. If you check the reels, there's a lot of viewers and then a lot of them don't follow back though. So they're playing hard to get. I like that. Uh, I have great news. I don't know if you heard about this on social. I No. Remember Hot what Girl happened? Summer? Yes. It's Short King Spring. Have you heard about this? <laughs> is it actually yeah i saw this it's because of tom holland and his his uh his relationship uh, yeah, with Zendaya. yeah and everyone's like it's short king spring all short kings rise up and be proud and i'm like i've been fucking waiting for this for 35 years <laughs> <laughs> you're finally gonna be like the opposite of every other guy who's like i'm 510 you're actually like hey i lied i'm 58 <laughs> You're going to come clean. Dude, man. Short King Spring. Are you kidding me? Short King Spring. You get three months when everyone's excited because the weather's getting hot. That's almost better than the summer. Yeah, Hot Girl Summer. They can have it. Hot Girls can have summer. I'm on Short King Spring. That was two years spring. ago, Hot, hot Girl Summer. Yeah. Do, you know what, do you know what it was last year? What was it? It was White Boy Summer because that's what Jack Harlow said. Oh, fuck off. Said it's going to... So you you could have had White Boy Summer, too. No, I too. skipped it. I you went right to... It. I wanted Short King Spring. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do with it. I'm going to definitely take some time off. Maybe go travel a bit. Cheat on your wife. <laughs> Short King Spring, man. You got to be like, baby, this is this only comes around once every 35 years. <laughs> I've been holding out for this. I've been waiting. I've been looking. You, I've been she, Googling she, it constantly. It has never come up until now. She she always gets a hot King Spring. Because that's, hot King that's spring. who she wiped up. Short King Spring. Oh, you know, it's going to come, though. Here's the thing. Uh, You're going to have so much fun. And then... Tall Fall. Falls coming. Oh, yeah. Like, Fuck. Tall Paul Fall. The guy's named Paul the Fall. They're going to kill Over it. six feet. Uh, they're going to be slaying. Man, you know what's uh, cool is uh, obviously we're talking about winning time later. Uh, we'll talk about the pilot later. But I see in the video behind you our beloved Toronto Raptors playing the Cavs. Uh, I can actually see the screen. It's very exciting. I have a better view than you because it's actually behind you. That's true. Yeah, if uh, if you see a streaker, it's in our fair city this evening. The game, it's down the street, and uh, they are currently winning, which you know makes the hosts of this show happy. Uh, dude, the pilot can be what the pilot is. I fucking love basketball, man. <laughs> you know what? If we were smarter men, we would just host a basketball podcast. There's no, we have no business doing that because it's like outside of being fans of it. It's like, what takes could we give that are original that we didn't steal? I think just think but we like, should lean into, like, we should talk about basketball more on this show. That doesn't make any sense. It doesn't matter. Though. It's things that we, I think people like the show because they like us, not necessarily like. That's what we like hope. But then, when we don't have a guest, uh, the episode's ball. <laughs> That's true. That's true. So any goodwill we thought we've earned, uh, the numbers don't exactly lead up to. <laughs> yeah, I guess the hard analytics yeah, show. We'll launch a Patreon. Objectively, with, uh, don't like us. No. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. We're not really data guys. We're going to start saying. <laughs> We like the feel of how it feels when a good guest is on and we get a lot of numbers. Yeah, that's what we like. Because we're numbers guys. Dude, Raps are going to be a spoiler for some team in, this, in these playoffs, dude. Raptors are going to uh, evade that little play-in tournament. And they're going to eliminate a higher seed. And you know what? They might even go to the quarterfinals, maybe even the semifinals. Did you see the Groat maybe? last night? Trending. The Groat? The Goat? No, the Groat. The, the Groat. Kyle Lowry, the greatest Raptor of all time. The Groat. Did you see him last night? He, 
No. So last night, this is a week ago uh, for our listeners, uh, uh, Udonis Haslam and, and Jimmy Butler got into a, a, a altercation fight. along uh, And with Butler Spoh. and also the coach. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a really funny video that was trending uh, on social of the fight, kind of the argument breaking out. And Kyle Lowry, his his old ass, just standing up and walking away. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I don't got time. He's like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm like I don't want it. He just kind of gets up and walks right through the like thing and just out onto the court. Like, oh, do something. That's so funny because I love Kyle, obviously. But two years ago, he famously didn't feel like practicing, so sat on all the balls in the middle, like sat on a ball in the middle of center court. Even just like, and, like I love him, him too. Even just like the weird shit he would always do, like. Um, uh, who was talking about it? I think it was uh, Danny Green. Where Danny Green joined the team, and he's like, "Yeah, I didn't really get all of Kyle's like. He wears a different colored jersey on in practices, and he would always have wear the two towels around his head, and it's like right, really... which you wore in a in an episode. I, I, wait, when I'm cold, I pull the I pull the groat for sure. You're like the Kyle Lowry of this show. Short King Spring. You got a big ass. <laughs> Short King Spring. <laughs> You're too old to put up when I'm fighting with a guest. <laughs> and then when you don't want to do wait. something, you make a big stink of it. You lean on, you sit on the mics in the middle of the floor and won't let anybody record. Dude, games are back open. We went to the opening night of this season. Are we going to go to any more before the season's done now that it's all back in the city? Well, it's my birthday on the weekend and I was I'm considering right going on Saturday night on my uh, birthday eve. But then, uh, no offense to the Indiana Pacers, if we got any Pacers listening... Uh, I think I'll wait for the next one. <laughs> flyover teams. <laughs> the flyover teams, yeah, exactly. Uh no, yeah, I'd love to uh I'd love to have you back in the arena. You you down to go to another one? Yeah, man. I it was so cool to be I shed tears on opening night when we went cuz they hadn't been there in like hundreds of days, hundreds. We it was cool to be there. We I, I we got the we back shirt and we also got to see uh uh Banton's first ever bucket. Yeah, the kid from Toronto who plays for the Raptors now, which is cool. We got to see Scotty's first official Raptor bucket. Yeah, the, the Benton one was awesome because it was a heave, uh, a buzzer beater heave from half court that just went in, and it was like the crowd went. It was amazing. We got to see um, uh, he's uh, uh, Dragic get booed. The point yeah. guard who played for the Raptors who said he'd rather play, he had higher ambitions yeah, higher than living ambitions. in Toronto. Fuck off, dude. That's you know how insulting that is to our ambitions. Two of us who live in Toronto right now and love that team. Uh, what were you going to say? <laughs> you said, dude, it's so exciting. <laughs> for listeners. Call us to the for show. listeners you... who wondered what the hell they tuned into tonight. But you know what? You clicked on an episode about a basketball show. So what did you expect? This is what I think happened tonight for our listeners who, who are listening to this right now, the few of you. You open up your podcast app. You see, okay, it's winning time. And you scroll because it's a long title. You scroll. Who's the guest? There is no guest. <laughs> keep scrolling. So then you then go, you okay, I know what's going to happen. I'm going to click onto this. I'm going to hear the host of this podcast I like at a lower energy talking about basketball. Mm-hmm. And then later they'll touch on the pilot. That's what happens when we're on our own. And I like it. Let's do two guests if and there then was... one for us. One for us. That's probably bad. Guess, guess, one for the us. It's like a George Clooney. He does a blockbuster movie, then an indie yeah, movie. Yeah, then a him. Nescafe commercial. This is our indie movie. And no, 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 no. First guest is the blockbuster. Second guest is the indie movie. This is our Nescafe commercial. <laughs> it makes us most of our money. Because <laughs> we've got to split it with those greedy guests. Yes, this is, uh, uh, listeners, if you hear me say this, if you are a listener of this show and hear me say this, you, I need you to reach out to me and tell me that you like these episodes. And that's going to be a barometer. If I hear from no one, Wow. We have to, How do they do that, Rock? How do they get a hold of you? They can DM Pilot Fighters on Instagram. They could DM me personally at Rock and Derek. They could. Uh, they could even email, email us, can't they? Pilot Fighters Pod. I just, What's the email? Pilot Fighters Podcast at gmail.com. That's right. So reach out and We're say accessible. more guests. Or if you like this and you just like to hear us, this is what we talk like. This these episodes is us talking on the phone. Pretty much, but we. Uh, but we swear less on this or more? Or? It's pretty comparable. We use a little bit of a different voice on these guestless pods. I guess you yeah, can't see me because we're coming the way I'm sitting. Uh, in a lot in real life, uh, when I'm not on the air, I'm slightly more morose. Yeah, I'm that's more true. Like, hey, are we gonna do this? 
All right. Uh, how are you? Yeah, good. All right. Hey, welcome back to Pilot Fight. <laughs> and you know what? The thing is, half the it's because I'm excited. I think I don't know what it is. Maybe I'm a fucking fraud. Yeah, but what else? What's the other reason? Maybe I don't like the product. Maybe the product. Maybe I look at if if I am the product. Sometimes as an actor, comedian, and I look at it and I go, Do I even like this product anymore that I'm trying to sell? <laughs> like I'm so detached from seeing the clips of me all the time that I'm like, Is that even who I am anymore? Are we just so deep in this? Well, maybe Tall Paul Fall will back. help you out and you'll feel your worth again. I mean, I'm I'm looking forward to that because I can't handle King King Short King Spring. Short King Spring. You know why? Why? Because you're going to be so happy. <laughs> That's what you don't want. And nothing makes me madder than your success and joy. <laughs> <laughs> I got to tell you, man, I'm going to be honest about the pod. If we're talking about things we don't like about the pod, when we do these remotes. I wasn't talking about that. I, I was talking about myself oh, as a human. Let's talk about the pod. Some of the rest of my career. No, no, I was talking about that too. When, okay, yeah, these remotes, yeah. When the remotes happen, like when I come to the studio and record, it's very much... Uh, front of my mind we're doing the sensual podcast. sexual and i'm thinking about i'm doing that i've you know i've come over there i've taken an uber i've uh, come up to the top of the studio and we record here when i record from uh uh dicklin studio that's what i just <laughs> <laughs> well you take wait you take an uber that's even further they get in my house to dicklin studio when i record from home it's I'm hyper hyper aware that I am shirking my responsibilities as a father, as my as my lovely wife uh, is trying to get our kid to sleep, and it's and I'm like, well, see ya. Uh, I just ate some food, and I'm just gonna shoot this shit with Ian about basketball. Yo, <laughs> but you know what? what? You're providing. You're bringing <laughs> I'm providing in laps. the food money on this podcast. Yeah, right. What's crazy though? Is it's harder for you to spend four hours at the Gentleman's Club after these episodes <laughs> like you normally do? When we I can shoot the things. podcast and then I'm like, yeah, the podcast is going late tonight, honey. I got to go to... Your, your, <laughs> your wife listens and she's like, you're gone for seven hours. Why do you, Why is it only an hour episode? <laughs> you smell like uh, cheap boxed wine yeah, and... Dracar Noir. You know who, what type of guy you are, Rock? Tell me. I'm dying to hear you. The, Tell me. You're the type of guy at a restaurant to be like, hey, the server really likes me. <laughs> no, that's not the case. I know for a fact <laughs> that no server has ever liked me. <laughs> <laughs> that's not true. I was once out for dinner with you and a server thought you were cool because you ordered dessert I always first. ordered dessert first as a joke. <laughs> it's, it works as a joke like part of the time and as a, it's always a win-win because I like dessert. <laughs> you order dessert before, before the entree? After and to go. <laughs> I like cheesecake, man. You know what I was thinking the other day? As a as a uh, lactose-free king yourself. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait for that spring. <laughs> that spring's never coming. I was finna That's make some uh, sauce the other night. and uh, You say you were finna make yeah. some sauce? Yeah, I was fixing to make some sauce. and I You slowly hit slid finna <laughs> in there so casually as if it's something you normally say. All right. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> and I was thinking of you the entire time I made the sauce because it was delicious. It was a garlic sauce I made for some wings I made. Um, okay. And this garlic sauce, I was like, I want Ian to try this sauce. You like garlic? You don't, you're not a sauce man. No, I love garlic. I'm, I'm, I'm a sauce. I like like a pasta sauce, but I'm not a, I'm not a chicken wing sauce dipper. I'm not a, not really even a fry dipper. No, I'm not much of a, I'm not a dipper. You know I'm a sauce hog. Dude, you are so Saucy. such a sauce hog that there's a song at the gym I go to, and the chorus is "I'm addicted to blue cheese," and it, I literally think of you when it plays, and that's not even me trying to make funny like usual. But when I hear it, I'm like, "Blue cheese, I swear I'm addicted to blue cheese." I gotta stick to this. This is a crazy song lyric. First of all, second of all, who else is addicted to blue cheese in my life? Your man, your co-host. Yeah, I love a blue cheese. My short sauce. king. And uh, I was thinking of you because this garlic sauce was so fucking good. And I was like, there's so much lactose in this. Because I make my own buttermilk. I, I put uh, apple cider vinegar in milk. and I Buttermilk, the name of that, has two ingredients I'm allergic to. <laughs> buttermilk. 
<laughs> lack was it just cheese in this in a little bit of garlic and you still had the uh, nerve I'll be to honest, garlic I just sauce melted cheese in the microwave That's all it's just cheese sauce with a little ta- a little a little sprinkle of the garlic hey man I, we talked a lot on succession episode there's just a lost episode that never came out about the making of this pilot that we're about to talk about later because it broke yeah. up uh it broke up mckay and farrell that is very true. I'm I, so I am very excited about uh, tonight's episode. I appreciate you letting us do an HBO. Letting show. us you know, do. That's my. Uh, that's that's so my garlic rude. sauce. That's just like my wife always you says. Mo- <laughs> I don't like Breaking Bad. I love Breaking Bad. You like uh, what is it like? Who who made uh, Wipeout or like uh, some kind of if 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 the Playboy Network had a show? What's that mean? But like <laughs> if it was less. You needed less, like, like more simpler. <laughs> a simpler lines. Spike TV. No one's Cleavage crazy, man. There's and, so and many violence. fucking shows. Like, sometimes people will send me, like, people I know will be like, hey, you should do this show. And I'm like, I never even thought of that one. But yeah, it's like, how many episodes of this goddamn podcast are we going to do? There's so many shows. That's the thing, is infinite. We, we, we promise we'll quit when we've done them all. We promise we'll quit. That'd be nice. What show should be the last or, show we do? What episode? We'll either quit when we've done every podcast on earth or if our listeners stop growing and we get depressed that it's not worth it. Yeah, that'll go. Which one of those do you think will come first? (laughs) (laughs) That we say this isn't worth the time and effort anymore. So it's on you, people. Reach out if you would listen to us just talk about basketball instead of TV pilots. If we should pivot this whole show. But we keep the name because we're too deep on the logo investment. (laughs) It's nothing to do with it. Anyway. cause fallacy. Welcome up. back to Pilot Fighters, the show where we talk about basketball. <laughs> and sauce. And sauce. And uh, my uh, removal, self-distancing uh, from my own self. What? And hatred at what I see. What? <laughs> you know what? What did you say? Uh, hey, it's your birthday coming up. And I know that more than ever because 58. it's now my... My kid's birthday. Is he an April Fool? No, man. He's right before. He was going to be born on the same day as you and just missed out. He's a 31st-er? He's a 30-er. 30. I'm the 2-7 listeners for those of you who who want to send me a gift. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, yeah. nice to talk to you, man. Hey, it's nice to talk to you, Rockland. When we have a guest, we have to wrangle you know the guests. It's all about making them feel comfortable. Well, the, this is the real deal. And here also, we're so lazy because instead of coming to the studio, we just do this <laughs> as laziness. effortlessly as possible. <laughs> but the, the, we, we do miss out on the video. And listeners, you're going to be very excited, or maybe you won't give a shit. But we're going to start posting the full videos of the podcast. You heard it here. On Pilot Fighters exclusive. So this is bonus. For those of you who stuck around and listened to us without a guest, you get to know the secret that now uh, you're going to be able to watch us bullshit. For full. You see our facial expressions. You see the the crazy shit Ian makes me wear on the pod. The other day, I, we had a podcast with, with Julia Ladkowitz, great guest. We were talking about baskets, great show. And afterward, Ian texted me. He said, you forgot your sunglasses tonight. <laughs> I know. I make Rockland look like a lunatic for the views. I look like a but lunatic soon- already, but you encourage... You encourage it. I encourage it. I'm excited because it, it'll add to it. It's fun. You know, I now watch podcasts on YouTube. So I get it now. I used to always listen to it on the go. Now I, there's something about watching. Someone I know didn't know that they were on like Apple Podcasts and Spotify and shit. They were like, they only knew podcasts that were on YouTube. And I said, they were like a talk show. When I talked about the show and they're like, oh, what? What's the YouTube? I'm like, it's on like, it's audio. And they're like, what? They don't understand. It's crazy. It's crazy. Um, so yeah, you can look forward to that or you can not and just continue listening to this how you listen to you it. You don't have to watch it. Unless you want to see what, maybe you don't even know what we look like, dear listener. Maybe you're like, what? sometimes constantly, I don't like to look up the hosts of the show. that's I my like. thing. You know, you know, I remember being so excited when I saw Bill Simmons because I couldn't wait for you to see him. Like I knew that it wasn't what you were I didn't want to see him. And I was like, Ian, you got to look at this photo. Ira Glass, I didn't want to see. I've never seen Ira Glass. He hosts uh, um, the NPR podcast, This American Between Life. Between Two Ferns? Oh, yeah. Right. I didn't, 
Mark Marion I didn't want to see for I didn't like I I kind of like seeing a voice because then once I see the face it's that forever I, I like the mystery voice you know because especially so many hosts of radio DJs sound so cool and then you see them in real life and you're like what uh-huh I wonder what people think I look like. They're trying to piece it together. You talk. You, they now know you're a short king. Yeah, they know I'm a short king. You uh, poke fun at my incredible. Uh, uh, well, they've seen. Habits. I was shirtless on a recent episode when I had gout. I recorded from the bed. <laughs> so someone asked me why you did that. <laughs> like, yeah, why did he he do that? I'm not gonna lie. I lost a couple followers on that, and I don't think it's that they like didn't think. Like I, won't, I don't think they were like grotesque by it, but I think it was probably someone who like followed after seeing a podcast highlight or a sketch or something, and then they saw a shirtless man on their feed one day, just laying in bed, and they were like, "What did I follow?" Here? Someone asked why. I did that. That's very clear in the well, video why I did it. I had fucking gout. I could not move. It was very painful. And you feeling better now? Yeah, that was weeks ago. My, probably coming up soon why, for my next wait, Then Why aren't you wearing a shirt now? Because <laughs> it's short king spring, baby. I can do whatever short I want. Short king spring. Hey, should we talk about the show? Yeah, let's I take a some, quick break. I got a cool story about this. So, Winning Time, The Rise of the Lakers Dynasty. Created by Max Borenstein and Jim Hecht. Original air date March 6, 2022. The series is based on the book Showtime, Magic, Kareem, Riley, and the Los Angeles Lakers dynasty of the 1980s by Jeff Perlman and follows the 1980s era of the Los Angeles Lakers. It features the larger-than-life personalities of Jerry Buss, Magic Johnson and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. This podcast is not affiliated with the fandom of the Lakers. Let's go Raps. Ah, <laughs> tell it again. Tell it tell again. Tell it again, robot. You crazy for this one, Ro? You crazy. I'm finna laugh at that. <laughs> hey, would you describe yourself uh, as mean? Yeah, you know what's funny, man? It looks like in so many of the highlights that we post of the show that it's just uh, me and maybe the guest roasting looks you like. about something. <laughs> uh, but I got roasted in the last <coughs> clip. Uh, Julia called me uh, Canada's unsuccessful Joe Rogan. Yeah, you ate that shit up. That's a compliment to you. So you had a chubby karma. for the rest of the night. Well, hey, look. Uh, Anyone compared to Joe Rogan, there's no such thing as an unsuccessful Joe Rogan. There's only a Joe Rogan in waiting. Like being, it's just like a matter of time before the Bulls pick you up and make you a star. I can't wait. I'm going to lean so far right. You motherfuckers listening are going to be like, what happened to this guy? <laughs> what happened to this pod? Dude. I'm going to go even, I'm going to go even more like controversial than Joe. People are going to be like, and Spotify is going to give me the money they gave him. <laughs> That's the only way to make it. Man, when did you hear <laughs> about this, this goddamn show? Goddamn town. Winning time. I heard about this show through advertising. Uh, it was, it was, I think during a basketball game or something I was, uh, watching, uh, there was a trailer for it. I was like, I think I told you this on another episode. I literally opened up my phone yes. notes app and wrote down the date that it was going to be telling me so that I yeah. was very excited. I heard about it a long time ago. I heard about it, uh, like years and years ago, cause it's been in development a long time. And obviously the drama, we brought it up on like five episodes, but the drama that it split up McKay and Farrell, um, yeah. So that is obviously really exciting to me. The fact, like, I like Adam McKay's movies, The Big Short. I love The Big Short. Um, I don't really like anything else, to be honest. Oh, you didn't? Did you see the new one, uh, Don't Look Up? Yeah, I thought it was fine. Right, but you, you don't believe in climate change. That's so the big thing that I had to trouble with. No, you know what it is? It's the same with this show, too, where I loved The Big Short when it came out, and I still really like it because that's the first one of this thing I saw. But then as it goes on with, with Vice and, and this and then... Breaking the fourth wall. All the stuff is too many of these things. Like this one too, when it jumps even mid-scene between film grain and not. And um, right. it's, some of it stops feeling like there's any purpose behind it. And it's just like... But he kind of has a style. Like I feel yeah, like it's, it's now style. his style. It's his style. But I'm like, I don't know that I like that a style is just a grab bag of everything. <laughs> like obviously i like um, style like you know we're both tarantino fans i i really like wes anderson sue me it's white boy summer um 
<laughs> no, that was over and you missed it. You can't get on White Boy Summer now. I, you know, so I do obviously like people that have this set style, but yeah, this style, so it's the frenetic. I mean, I love it in the big short. Um, but yeah, it's interesting to see it. And you're right. It, it, he at least is incredibly consistent with it. Like that is his style. Yeah, he, um, he's got a flow. He's, but you know what? I, maybe, maybe this is just because, uh, uh, it's, I love seventies LA. Like the, I uh, thought of the you movies, the, the nice guy, it, I know you love once upon a time in Hollywood. Time in Hollywood yeah. And I think uh, my, my mom lived in LA in the seventies and same with, uh, an uncle of mine. And I think I've heard so many stories of this. And then, um, I like the 70s. There's something about that time that, uh, that I like, uh, and also basketball. I mean, this show had a lot yeah. of, uh, of little things for me, even though I hate the Lakers. No, it's cool. So they... let's talk about this show. So the show, it's a it's based on a book called Showtime, uh, and it's about the Showtime Lakers in the eighties, and how Jerry funny Buss is, came it's... on, bought the team, and tried to make a better product. Tried to make you develop a team around having the most fun product, and and really trying to sell the sport. And and they actually won a lot. So you know, it's the best of both worlds. They won the year that his first year he owns. They win the whole thing, and Magic becomes a and then they, Finals MVP yeah, for the next two years after that. And it's like. It's interesting because the way when this show starts, it's funny because this show starts in the waiting room where Magic Johnson finds out he has HIV. And when I'm a kid, you know, I, I grew up in the in the 90s. Um, so it's like the uh, the Michael Jordan heyday item. I had a Chicago Bulls starter jacket. I've said that on the pod before. So I knew Magic Johnson as the most famous guy to have HIV. Like that's what I knew him as in the 90s. I didn't know him as a basketball player. Um Right. So it's it was interesting to see that scene started off because I'm like, yeah, that's so interesting as a 10 year old. Like, that's how I knew what HIV was. <laughs> that's where you learned what AIDS was. <laughs> that's fascinating. Yeah, because I remember even like when that had happened. I, I, I Exactly. I knew Magic as someone like it was synonymous it was after you heard the name Magic Johnson it was like, oh, the basketball player who has HIV. Yeah. And I remember like hearing stories that guys on on the other teams were scared to touch him. Well, he and, like, didn't. didn't he he was going worked. to play and never did after his. Uh, he never. No, I think he play, came back and no, played another season. No, he didn't. He, he never did. No, he came back. He said he was going to come back another season, and right before the season started, he like because of what you're saying, the the stigma. He uh, retired. Even though the yeah exactly yeah. oh wow but, I didn't but know he that. said he how was old was back. he do you know Let's take a look because I feel like if, if if this I think pilot took place in 1979 around. If Magic dominated through the 80s, he might have only been in his early 30s when he got HIV. Yeah, because he was ready to keep playing and he was going to. Because um, uh, I know he was on that 92 Dream Team, the Olympic one. I think he had AIDS then. Yeah, he, he, I think he did have HIV then. Uh, yeah, because it was before the physical in 1991 and he was on the team in... Uh, so when was he born? Yeah, you're right. He was on the 1992 Summer Olympics afterward. Uh, he was born uh, in 1959. So early 30s, 33. I guess that's uh, athlete career. Yeah, that's young. Like, think about that. That's, you know, you're 34? I'm 35. 35. 35. So you would already have HIV for two years now. Wow. When you think of it that way. <laughs> <laughs> well, think of that. Your pandemic, when everyone else was scared of COVID, could have been HIV. So you better count yourself pretty lucky. You know, all you had maybe. was a little cough. <coughs> Still have it. Oh, okay. um, perfect timing. Hey, here's another. Here's an. Here, I, I want to say some things I like. Um, okay. But I want to say one other thing that I. Th so there's the thing of the. I think there's a lot of smoke and mirrors generally in that case stuff that I kind of had to get over in this. And then the other thing that is a, such a bummer to me is winning time is the worst fucking title. Um, and obviously, I'm glad you brought this up. They can't call it what it should be, which is Showtime, because that's the rival, the rival network, network of HBO. Yeah. But it'd be like Coca Cola releasing a Pepsi, a drink yeah. called Pepsi. But the problem is because of that, they're between a rock and, and it's a hard famously place. called it's Showtime. Famously yeah. called Showtime, Showtime Lakers. That's the Showtime Lakers. To Winning time doesn't make any it's sense. This, it's bad. They shouldn't have. They shouldn't have tried to get a facsimile of Showtime. They should have called it something else, like Magic or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, or just Lakers, or like the purple and gold. Even or Magic, something. yeah, anything. I don't know. Fucking You're right. Anything. The only name is Showtime that you could call it. You know what's cool about the Staples Center? If you watch, yeah, sorry, uh, sorry, what is it? What was that? This, what the what? Uh, oh, the coin, the Crypto.com yeah. Center. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> forgot your. It's the Crypto.com Arena for branding. <laughs> right, it's an arena now. 
Uh, a really cool thing that I've never seen in any other uh, basketball arena. Uh, when the game starts, and maybe this comes up in the show, they turn off the lights like a movie theater or like a play. So like all the lights are off in the crowd. So you're eating popcorn in the dark and the and you can see like almost like a spotlight on the basketball court. It's really amazing. It almost makes me, when I came back and watched Raptors games at the Scotiabank Arena, yeah. uh, with the lights on it, it was so weird. It was almost like watching, you know when you're like going to a comedy show and the lights are on for the opener? Well, when I started going to basketball games here, it was interesting to me because I'm like, it feels like you're going to a high school gym always, despite the size of the- Right, because the, the lights are, are so, on and it's and, the light. Yeah. It's just, so I think it's in a, that, like, I'm surprised all, maybe they didn't want to steal it because, like, that's LA's thing, but I'm like, this is clearly a better way to watch <laughs> sports. It's uh, So that, that I really liked about that, and I hope that comes up. Something I loved in the beginning of this, loved, because it's something we talk about a ton, you and I, especially to do with football more than basketball, but when it shows the, the comparison between Magic and uh, Larry Bird, and it's all the uh, things they're saying about Larry Bird, he's dedicated all American, and it's just saying white, 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 white. Yes. And then with Magic, it's like he's yes. a natural athlete, he's a showman, it's like black, black, black. And it's 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 another, it's 50 years later, um, and that's still the case. Like, you still hear white quarterbacks yeah. and black quarterbacks described in those terms. Friday Night Lights did a really cool episode, yeah. like commentary on that. It's so f- But you're right, and it was nice of Adam McKay to just be like, no, motherfuckers, this is what yeah. they meant. It's I, I like that. I like that for sure. Um, um the you, could you picture Will my, Ferrell as Jerry uh, Jerry Bussinus? Rockland, you were on my wavelength, buddy. Everything I'm about, I'm trying to stutter out. You got <laughs> you got you're shooting it up. So just to retell the story for listeners who didn't hear, Rockland, you tell what happened real so, quick. So uh so obviously Adam McKay and Will Ferrell uh, have this partnership for a long time. They make a bunch of very famous movies. So I was a big fan of at the time. Uh, you know, from Anchorman on. Uh, then they start Funny or Die together. There's a really great article. Uh, it's actually an interview with Adam McKay that goes into a lot of this and doesn't paint him in the best light. But uh, Adam or Will? Adam. And then I listened to a podcast recently where they were talking about it because I was kind of on Adam's side a little bit. And they were like, yeah, that like I've been part And the one guy who said he's been part of small projects. And if he was like fired from them without telling him, he, even if there's no money involved, he'd be like, Hey, fuck you. Like, why? Like, we're friends, right? Like, but anyway. <clears throat> he didn't tell him that he, you know, it'd be funny you know. if next week I just recorded the podcast exactly, two hours yeah. before you showed up. I guess up that would make else. me mad to, for Will Ferrell's credit. <laughs> so, like, Funny or Die, obviously, there is a, a sea change that starts happening between the two of them where Adam McKay makes uh, the big short, like we've said. He wins an Oscar. Well, that's a, a quick interjection. Adam, what's an interesting thing about Adam McKay, like a Jordan Peele or these other, he was a comedian, like, he was an SNL writer. Yeah famous for writing comedies and then he wins an academy award for the big short so he shows like hey not only can i do drama but i can do it in a phenomenal way and he's kind of become an auteur yeah and that obviously really interests him and then it's interesting too to kind of look back at some of his other works even like anchorman when you're like okay this is in some level a commentary about news and about uh um uh like, oh, it makes you question all the like slapstick he did before, whether he meant something deeper. Yeah, and if you read like things about him, like even all the way back in Second City, like the most Pinata Full of Bees is a very famous Second City review that he had written. And it's like, um, you know, very, very, very commentary focused. So he wants to go more in that direction. Will wants to do more of the Sher- Holmes and Sherlock direction. Um, like he wants to make Will Ferrell movies. And right. and then they and they share uh, they have the same manager, or had, and the manager also it's in his best interest that these two work together as well. So, you know Adam Scott uh, Adam McKay would be doing things like, hey, I think I want to make uh, uh, Vice for instance, or uh, you know, or Don't Look Up, and the manager's like, great, what's Will <laughs> like? What what? Right. Like, it's a Will Ferrell movie, right? Like it's these things, but Will is the whatever. And meanwhile, Will is making, you know, Holmes and Sherlock or whatever it is, uh, get hard or whatever. Um, and Adam's not into that. And it starts to break up Funny or Die a bit into these two factions. There's the Will Ferrell kind of slapstick faction. There's the funny ca- <laughs> camp and the die camp. <laughs> yeah, right. Wow. And, uh, this mo- this show, uh, Winning Time, is in development for a long time, and Adam 
wants to make it. And Will Farrell is a giant Lakers fan, loves Jerry Buss, and assumes that he's going to be Jerry Buss in this. And there's a camp at Funny or Die that says, I don't think this will's great not even at gary sanchez productions is that it's at funny or die it's it's gary sanchez yeah but gary sanchez is under oh okay yeah um okay okay yeah it's gary sanchez but there's this camp there that's like i don't think gloria sanchez sorry no it's gary gloria is the um, all women one oh okay uh so gary sanchez yeah so but that comes around and eventually uh they go forward they split up they split the, the company in half and they, they they stop working together a bit. And But Will assumes he's going to be in this. And Adam McKay casts John C. Riley, does not tell. John C. Riley's Will Ferrell's Who's Will's best like friend. best yeah. friend, right? And he yeah. didn't even tell him he didn't get cast. It was John C. Riley who called him Will Ferrell up and was like, hey, I, I don't know if you heard, but I'm in this. Hey, Will. <laughs> uh. So, but I have a question Got for you. Got some news. Could you picture Will Ferrell in that role? Like here's the thing, like uh, I I I don't know. I haven't seen the new show where he's a drama. drama. I've seen like Stranger Than Fiction. Yeah. John C. Riley is fucking killing this part. Like it's hard. It's so, so good. I feel like that. It's like it's because it, he, he Jerry Buss was a larger than life character mm-hmm. and a big guy, and John C. Riley's doing that in a way that it doesn't seem farce. That it just seems. And I worry, and maybe it's just like because we've already boxed Will Ferrell in. Watching Will be as big and as eccentric as Jerry is in this, yeah. I think it, you'd start to see Will Ferrell being like yeah. what he is, you know. And I, I, I could be hundred percent wrong on no, that, but I, I, I don't know. Right. I, I was think, like, I think John C. Riley has this interesting feel about him, almost where like it may. It's the other thing is, he's got a vulnerability as an actor yeah. that you always watch, and you always like all his characters kind of have this and. It's kind of cool to see this a more higher status character, but there's still a little bit of like Jerry Buss is a self-made millionaire and a guy who, yeah, is worth hundreds of millions or, but then still comes across as an everyman in a way. And I think like John's really is like perfect for that. And what's funny is Will Ferrell's in one of my favorite sports movies. I love semi-pro. Yeah, I know. That's one of the three movies you watch. And so it's like funny that he's in this basketball movie playing this like you know, Will Ferrell character. But it's more of a bigger Will oh, Ferrell movie. It's like a, you know, it's yeah. a, but it's funny to even imagine that. I mean, he's a big basketball fan. And this isn't a dig on Will Ferrell, who like a surprising, I forgot how funny he is. And then like, cause it's easy to be like, oh, you know, that schmackty. But then you go back and like, I watched, I think an interview or a movie with him. And I was like, I was actually in stitches and I was like, Will Ferrell is legitimately. We were watching, a, 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 I was looked up a, um, a SNL sketch that I liked when I was in high school. And it's the, the bear scientist who's trying, who wants the bear, he needs to kill his wife so he can run away with his mistress. And he says, I know I'll open the, he gets a gun out of the desk and he's like, no, I can't shoot her. Everyone will know. He's like, I know I'll open the cage and I'll let the bear maul her. And his wife comes in and he opens <laughs> the cage and the bear comes out and takes the gun and shoots his wife. I remember laughing oh, so funny. hard at it when I was in high school and we watched it the other day and it, yeah, it made me laugh. I don't like the choices he makes now. I hate that he's in that Mel Gibson and, uh, movie i don't don't like anyone because you want to work with mel gibson so it's just my dream yeah and every time i'm not casting those roles it's like that could have been (laughs) um uh you know what they do you know what julia said last week on the show that you were uh, canada's unsuccessful mel gibson (laughs) unsuccessful um Okay, so the, ca- the so the yeah, rest of the cast. So so you're on board though. You're happy with C. Riley oh, yeah, as yeah, Bus yeah. and great, this? very good, very good. Funny to see I've got a young quick... genie Bus too. Isn't that funny? God, my God, Rockin, you are you are the man who's picking up what I'm throwing down today. Uh, genie Bus. I've got a genie Bus story. Tell me it. So genie Bus has famously been run the Lakers since her father, I think, died. Uh, maybe he retired first, but but she's famous in sports because she is the president owner, you know, uh, of the of the Lakers and throughout the Kobe years and everything, um, and Shaq, all that uh, has has a an amazing profile picture on Twitter. Huh. Uh, I don't know if you guys know it, but it's famous. She's, and I like her. She's got chutzpah. Uh, but my mom, so she found out. Uh, we were we were talking about uh, the Lakers one day or something, and she she's telling me she was like, oh yeah, I once. Uh, had a friend who, who her dad owned the Lakers. <laughs> and I was like, what? She's like, in LA, uh, 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 someone whose house I would kind of go to, uh, Jeannie, 
she was really sweet, really nice. And like, you would never have known, but her dad like owned the Lakers. She was really powerful. I'm like, mom, Jeannie Buss has been like <laughs> head honcho of the team. She's been running. She owns the Lakers now. And like, my mom was like, oh my God, she was so nice. And like, so happy for her. But like, so would have known her when Jeannie was roughly the age she is in this show. And uh, I guess, you know, like not best friends, but hung out a couple times and enough. To... That's hilarious. So apparently Jeannie co-signed from my mom. My mom also during that time got a picture with her and Wilt, uh, Wilt Chamberlain. Okay. So. And it's a picture. Uh, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm thinking too. I know a guy who famously had sex with a thousand women. So I didn't look too into that. I'm not like, Ma, how'd you get this picture? So let's. Okay, say no more. That picture... That's amazing. Luckily, was actually stolen from my mom's apartment, so she doesn't have it anymore. So uh, so I can't... I don't know what kind of look he was looking at her. I don't know what she was looking. I don't know where the hands were. Uh, so, But yeah, speaking... Like, the casting in this... So it's cool to see young GD Bus, And then uh, Isaiah, I think his name is. The guy playing Magic. Incredible. Um, oh, my God. To, to be that smiley, like the real Magic Johnson, yeah. who has this wonderful smile... This guy, he's he, not only is he actually hooping and shooting in the show and like playing the basketball, like he's such a good actor. He's perfect for this. I couldn't imagine a better. I'm like, I think it's his first big role. He, too. He's killing it. It's so good. It's so it's very very strong. Um, you know what I liked is there's a scene in the pilot here where we it, it's the set of airplane and and Kareem is shooting a scene in airplane where he's the the pilot, and it was very very funny. I, I know you haven't seen airplane yet, but what was really interesting about that scene is we have an actor. Uh, I don't know that actor's name. I should look it up. Who's playing Korean? Yeah. Uh, Solomon Hughes. So we got Solomon Hughes playing Kareem. And the really funny thing about that scene is he's playing Kareem acting in this uh, thing. So it's not just playing Kareem. It's trying to do it. Doing an impression, the impression of kareem in this scene which is a famous what ends up on camera yeah exactly and it's not just on camera but in this comedy this famous dry incredibly you know uh slapstick comedy where he is doing that exact thing and and uh, he nailed it it was really interesting to see that specifically because with every other scene you can do an interpret interpretation of these characters and you're filling in a lot of the blanks and but that is specifically a scene right out of this movie and it's like he has he yeah. kind of has to do an impression almost of that specifically. And he nailed it. That's exactly how he, he is. He in got the movie. very close. Yeah, it's really funny. You should see that. You gotta watch that movie, man. I know. I gotta I think we said, I think your wife texted me and said, yeah. uh, is Rockland still at the strip club? <laughs> no, she texted me to come over and watch it with you guys, which I, I would like to do. Um, you know what's interesting? How, how much of a dick there's that amazing scene after that where the little kid who's in the scene yeah. cream goes, hey, can I have your autograph? I actually am a fan. He goes, fuck off, yeah. kid, or something. And Because I think Kareem was famously not the nicest dude either. But speaking of that, and, uh, became a Became a very good, like, yeah, he's a, he's, he's, a, he's a prolific writer now. Yeah, and a good guy and, like, a strong um, activist. But speaking of that and him not being a good guy, some of the criticism about this show is, like it's not a biopic and and adam mckay says like hey this isn't a it's a story about um oh they've taken some liberties they've taken a lot of liberties and one of the most famous liberties that's been in the media and the news uh lately is that they've just made a character for jerry west so everyone's saying like hey jerry west was nothing like this and they're even saying oh "Oh, really we just wanted an asshole character to make the show better so we made the logo that character and it's like, that's weird when it's a living guy who's alive today to do that. Yeah, he's very... I was wondering what he thought of this because his character is a, like, very on-edge asshole. So that's, like, a big part of the, uh, uh, the... So that's not what he was actually like? He wasn't famously an the, angry the guy? the media that's coming out around this and kind of criticizing the show for saying, like, hey, you're kind of just taking huge liberties with the Jerry West character, and, and among other things. And the show is saying... I hope like, in the Pilot Fighters movie, you're played as a big asshole. <laughs> in the Pilot Fighters movie, what's that called? Hopefully, you know. Well, it's just all basketball because it's from the future when we pivot to that. <laughs> uh, hey, is Bo Burnham in this? He was cast or did he get... Did he have to move on? No, he hasn't come into it yet, to my knowledge. I've watched three episodes of this show. Says he but I will is not cast, talk but about that. it doesn't look... Oh, he was supposed to play Larry Bird, but then exited it. 
Oh, really? He was cast as Larry Bird originally, so that's. But uh, well, he's very tall. He's looking forward to tall. Obviously, we see uh, Larry Bird in this pilot, and it is not played by Bo Burnham. Uh, he's he's he's. Uh... Um, so so. Uh... Okay, another thing I didn't love. Um, fifty nine minutes. That's too long for a TV show. Oh shit! Is that how long yeah. it was? And it's kind of it's interesting in that it's purposefully slow and, and taking its time and moving through this. But hey, let's knock off eight minutes out of this thing. And and it's interesting to have a thing like Adam McKay where it's like punchy, fast, kinetic movement, but in a fifty nine minute span. Right. Oh. So even that you're saying feels slow by the end of yeah, it. Yeah, I didn't that that was tough. I liked that food scene. I liked the scene with the um, the dinner. You would love any scene with food in it. <laughs> uh any other points uh, stand out to you around that? No, I thought it was interesting. Like there's the I didn't know that the Lakers won this season, the the, the season this is based off of, which is kind of interesting. Mm. And I also didn't know, I'm assuming, I haven't looked it up, that so it, there's a big plot line that magic uh is trying to still get his girlfriend back cookie mm-hmm. and convince her to move to LA with him. And she doesn't want to, wants to stay there. I'm assuming cookie becomes his real life wife. Now I haven't looked this up, <laughs> but they were hitting this plot line so hard that he was like obsessed with her, even though he was such a, uh, Don Juan, so to speak that I'm like, okay, this has to be who he marries. <laughs> so there's a couple things that I got some theories that are easily, <laughs> easily Googleable. Uh, yeah, it's similar to it's funny like Google. to see i thought the same kind of thing with it's interesting when you do a biopic of something that's not that long away like what do, what is a reference and what is a storyline and you know like the first scene with genie talking to her dad and she's like i want to work for you and i'm like i don't know this is a little bit ham handy because it's because you know <laughs> we know everyone except for my mom knows genie bus <laughs> eventually works yeah, so it's you know what's interesting, you, but what you said about not that long ago, nineteen seventy nine is only eleven years before the nineties, which seems not that far away. Yeah, but like that would be like, so, like a show f- about from like two thousand eleven right now, compared to now, versus uh, does that make sense? Like well, back when I was in the nineties, I thought the seventies right, I see that seventies show. Well, it looked like it looked like a million years ago, and this show does. But then you think about. It wasn't that long ago. So it's like if this was a show about LeBron's draft and you're like almost 20 years ago. So that 70 show. We'd just be looking at the baggy clothes. That 70 yeah. show came out in 1998. So and it takes place in like 1977. And it's like so, you know, so we're watching that 70 show in 1998. Like 21 years. And after. It's 21 years after. It seems so long ago. So 2001. If there was a 2000s show that came out right now, that's the same yeah, yeah that's crazy it'd truly be just as long as seeing the wooden paneled cars that eric foreman drove and now we're like watching us drive a, a honda civic from 2003 emo kids listening to mini disc players <laughs> um yeah so that that is interesting seeing like the also think that like our entire lives times lifetime uh the lakers have been this like sexy yeah the king of like the the, the yankees of of uh basketball but so it was interesting to see. It wasn't really that long ago, ten years before they were disrespected, and everyone thought they were a joke. According to this show, it's interesting how like the rise of the sport, even because, you know, we're from Canada, where, um, like, you know, I, there's people in my life who don't understand that hockey's not a popular sport in any other country, um, right? And when like that league has such difficulty growing the game, um, there was a really funny, uh stat the other day from capfriendly.com because it was the uh, trade deadline for the nhl and the next day they posted the top 10 cities that were uh visiting cap friendly the day before there was new york was number eight but every other city was was canadian including very small cities so like winnipeg is like number five yeah winnipeg new york should be number one or two in any stat because it's got so many people. totally so it's just like oh this is cute like no one like <laughs> you know what's so funny about that exactly like what canada is a hockey obsessed nation so it, it seems like it's it, almost like a bubble yeah. but then you look at the salaries and it's like the top play like like yesterday 
Tyreek Hill and the NFL signed a $140 million deal yeah. for four years. I feel like the, 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 there's like the, that would be more than, you know, I think, I think guys are the highest played player and, and I'm, I'm pulling this out of my ass, but it's like, it's not that much. No. I mean, it's still a lot more than we have, but it's like 10 million compared yeah. to $140 million. Uh, you know, it was interesting. I, um, should we give our final thoughts? I got a quick game for us to play after. Yeah, uh, my final thoughts are NHL players only sleep with Canadian girls <laughs> because this is the only country that they're rock stars in. So remember that. You like the show. And I like this show. I'm not, I, I like it. I, I'm like all in on it. It's become my Sunday night show. I'm watching it week to week. Green light. Green light from Ian. You know what, Ian? I, I was w- w- putting this off watching it. Because I was worried that I wasn't going to like it, and I want to like it. Like I've I've followed it for in its development. I love basketball. I like dramatizations of that. Even like the scene where he's playing against Nixon, you know, like just doing one on one. That's the classic like sport movie thing you have to do. And I, I enjoyed it. I ate it up. I loved like seeing. We didn't talk about this, but I you know see when when Bus leaves him in the hall when he's trying to convince him to join. And I'm like, okay, he's going to walk out on the court. and, and But I'm like, you've seen it in every movie. Yeah. It still worked. I, I still was excited when that happened. When he, you know, goes through the locker room and sees the Johnson jersey. And then goes out on the court. Um, and I think that I, I, the reasons I was afraid to watch it were kind of founded. I didn't love it. Um, you know what I think I've learned from doing this show with you? Because you, you also said this note about Larry Sanders. When things are a little slower... You have a harder time, but with the it. problem is that's I, I I will push back on that because I do. And love that's not Wes me Anderson. being a jokester, like saying you love pie in the face. No, but I but I, I will push confirmed. back because I do like slow things. Like the Wes Anderson movies that I love are very slow. Nothing happens in them, so it's right. not a it's not a fast or slow thing. I think with me, it's more just like if I feel the pace. But I will say I am green lighting this because when it was done, I Whoa. did want to. I absolutely wanted to see what comes next, and I'm like. I think I will. So you will watch. You literally will. I'll watch. watch the whole thing definitely. And I think my guess is that I'm going to start loving it, and then that that it's better than the pilot. I'm also really interested to see episode two because Jonah Hill directed it, which is really interesting to me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I I didn't I didn't I absolutely did not hate it. Like it's not like I thought it was bad. It's just that I didn't love it as much as I thought I would. And I'm really That's cool. interested That's a to good see. Note. I want to green light it because I want to see. Episode two, I want to see episode three. I think it's just six episodes long, but I want to, I'm, I'm sure. So you I'm almost like are it. like, you'll green light it tonight, but you won't actually know until maybe all six are out or right, yeah. out or how many there and, uh, But whether you thought of the piece. I mean, really well acted and and the, the McKay thing's fun. I, I really am interested to see what happens because he only directed episode one. So what happens with that style that you've set when Jonah Hill's doing it? Is he trying to replicate that thing? I'm very interested to see that. I know the answer but I'm not going to spoil it. <laughs> um, so two green lights. Uh, let's take a quick break and come back with Game Corner. Game Corner. Welcome back to Game Corner. Game Corner. I got a game for us, Ian. Ian. You brought a game? <laughs> I'm a crazy guy that way. Ian. Uh, Ian Chamberlain Fisher. We have a... a, a rivalry on nba 2k you and i we have played a few times haven't and we? it's very even the uh this lifetime series between us it's come down to the final shot ma- lifetime series they made a lifetime series about this <laughs> it's come down to the final shot many times yes it has and i thought it might be fun right now for you and i to both to build nba 2k players uh so first things first what is your player's name Rockland Picard. <laughs> okay. You're literally building this on the air? Yeah, we'll, we'll see if it's fun You've for You've got listeners. 2K open? Uh, no, I have a it's 2K not fun. Per people Whenever builder. we do these remotes, we play a video game. It's not a video game. It's, it's using a anymore. builder. Okay, I'm obviously making Ian Fisher then. Okay, so you're making Rockland. You fucker. What uh, position? Bench. Water boy. Okay, what of the five positions? <laughs> stands. Oh, he's in the stands. Uh, you are going to be... You know what? I know you. So now that I've named it after you, you're going to be a center because I know you like that. I don't like that. 
Uh, <laughs> you're a shooting guard. I'm going to be kind to you and make you a shooting guard. Like your boy. Which boy? JJ Reddick. <laughs> okay. Okay, you got to pick a height for me. You picked center, so it's got to be between 6'9 and 7'3. No, 7'3. <laughs> the tallest possible. Tall fall. Okay, for you, I'm picking... I'm going to make a 6'2 shooting guard named Ian Fisher. 6'2? Do you know how hard I have to work to make the league at 6'2? All right, I'll give you one more inch. 6'3. Even Steph Curry's 6'4. You're 6'3. Okay, for my skill breakdown, what do you want to be the biggest skill? Finishing, shooting, playmaking, or defense? None. Dribbling. (laughs) That's playmaking. You're just an unbelievably dribbling that center. center. It's just unbelievable at dribbling. It's seven three. <laughs> Amazing handles. Can't shoot for shit from a foot away. <laughs> dribbling it so high, it's like five feet bouncing. I'm gonna be kind to you. I'm gonna do top shooting. Whenever someone says I'm gonna be kind to you, it sounds like they're about to fleece you. You know, what? I'm gonna be kind to you. I'll give you the truck for five hundred. Okay, agility, strength, or vertical. What's what's the, what are you pro, uh, highlighting for me? flexibility so you can just do you can do the splits when you're doing your dribbles okay for you i'm going vertical i'm gonna make you a leaper so you're six three i can jump and i'm shooting threes oh cool you're gonna fly john morant not uh the god from bob marley from rastafarianism for the listeners. Thank you. They were were clearing that up modern nba stars which is maybe most of you we don't know at this point we don't know if we got a basketball fan base or a TV fan base. Okay, here we go. I'm putting these into the build here. Uh, this is what 2K says about our players so far. Here's for you, for the character I made for you, Ian Fisher. Pro, you got good vertical. Hell Pro, yeah. you got a good close shot, good, very good mid-range shot. And you got good perimeter I'm like DeMar. defense. Here's your cons. Average height for a shooting guard. You said that. Well, yeah, I was complaining about that. Average driving layup. Here's a <laughs> an average acceleration. Here's the Rockland. He's got good height for a center. <laughs> he's got hell yeah. He's a freak. He's got great post moves, and he's a good defensive rebound. He's got weak speed, weak strength, weak acceleration, weak vertical, and a weak driving layup. All pretty important. You know what's so sad about he's that? A bad. Those NBA are five player. stats that are actually about you too. <laughs> Weak vertical, weak stamina, weak uh, discipline to not hit Uber Eats when the chicken sandwich you like from your favorite restaurants available. Okay, I'm gonna. Rockland today sent me a screenshot that he'd also commented a long, like I'm talking like a paragraph and a half comment on Instagram. It was from Goodwill his favorite Hunting. Sandwich. Did you get the joke? What? It was some Goodwill Hunting? Yeah, I made a reference to Goodwill Hunting. So I answered, I, I commented on a sandwich shop today. They have this awesome Cajun chicken sandwich. and They've only got it for six days and you were already <laughs> fucking commenting. They So this sandwich place, they have a special each weekend. And the best sandwich they have is this Cajun one, but they don't bring it around a lot. So I always get excited. How often does it come around? I'm curious. Not often enough, dude. Like Every few months? Yeah, every few months. So I always comment on okay. it when they put it out on Instagram to try and promote them. Because why don't they just keep this one? This should be one of their staples. It's for your heart. They're trying to keep you alive. So as That's soon as they keep... commented on it today, I'll sh- I commented, you know what the best part of my got day post is? Post notifications turned on for it. <laughs> you know what the best part of my day is? It's for about 10 seconds when I open Instagram to see what the special is. Because I think maybe I'll open it up and see this sandwich. Just this chicken sandwich. I don't know much, but I know that. That's the Ben Affleck line. Dude. Yes, when I here's what's so funny. I I got it off just the first sentence. I didn't realize it was a whole perfect quote. But when you said, "You know the best part of my day is," I literally was like, "Is this Goodwill Hunting?" But then I literally said this to myself: "He hasn't seen Goodwill Hunting." <laughs> you know what, man? I have not seen Goodwill Hunting, and I've heard you. <laughs> I've heard you say that line to me about different things. That's so funny. Yeah, I uh, I love that movie, and that's very funny that that I hope that no, they someone else got it, and that's very funny. Did they ever DM you back and say, "Hey, man, you're gonna get blocked"? <laughs> okay, you're freaking us out. Thanks a lot. This was a lot of fun. Nice to chat with you. Nice to see you, my friend. We're gonna Let's put up our characters on week. social. Guest is back. 
He's not gonna put up on social. I'm gonna social. put them up on social. Forget. You can vote who the better NBA player is between the two. I hope you do that. Uh, listeners, we hope you have a lovely week. And uh, my birthday would have passed by the time you heard this. I hope you had enjoyed your future stat holiday. Took the time off with your family. <laughs> Day of mourning. What you did. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Thanks a lot, man. Music by Hoax. Follow us at Pilot Fighters on social media. Send your pilot suggestion to pilotfighterspodcast at gmail.com. Don't get canceled. <laughs>